0: Happy Wednesday, wherever you are on this still phenomenal planet. It is very hot in Southern California. It is very hot. It is very hot. It's very hot. You know, I was I've been listening to the news, and they've been saying, first of all, let me say this: time out. <laughs> so I am getting over a cold. So I'm congested. And I'm going to sound a bit nasal for today's episode. All right. That's my disclaimer. Yes. It's like, gosh, Lisa sounds so different. She sounds so different. What's going on? She's talking through her nose. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, but I'm feeling better. So that's a great thing. And we're back. Welcome. Welcome back. So I missed shift your thinking on Monday, was down for the weather, just not feeling good. I think uh, last we did last episode, we were talking about just different things in the market. It's the worst market ever. No, no, it's not the worst market ever. All right. It's not the worst. Worst is relative. Worst is relative. I was having a great conversation with a friend and colleague, realtor Leslie. And I said, you know, it's perspective and it's relative to whatever you're doing. So for us, the worst for us is interest rates are rising. Maybe, right? Um, but I before I continue. I want to do a sound check because today we're going to do classroom style. We are, oh, we're going to be discussing short sales, short sale basics. Just jumping in here because some of you may not see where short. So what is a short sale? I want to add the caption is what I'm doing here. Episode 174. So in any case, uh, Some of you may not see or notice where short sales will possibly come from, but yeah, they're going to, they are starting to pop up. In fact, I have I see I'm dealing with one. And so I just want to come to the table, bring it to the Ready, Set, Real Estate tribe. Those of you who are tuning in and listening so that you're aware, top of mind. And of course, when we do classroom style or anything we do on this platform, there is a price to pay. What's that price? Press one, lets me know you're here. Press one, lets me know you're here. Two, lets me know you shared it. So go ahead and drop that. Two, let me know that you shared it because you care. Sharing is caring. And what else? Okay. Let's see here. I'm going to adjust my mic because I'm noticing... You might be getting a lot of, yep, that should be better. You're getting a lot of feedback from my computer. The fan, like the mic is so that good. It picks up the sound around it. So this should be better. All right, so disclaimers. For, uh, First off, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to Ready, Set, Real Estate. It's been a while. Glad to see you. Glad you're here. Make sure you're writing down your real estate goals for 2022. We are in now starting Tomorrow, we we are beginning the third or last month in quarter three, third quarter. That means you've got four uh, one more quarter to go to execute towards those goals. Every day counts, doing a little of a little bit of little bit of something towards those goals. Make sure you're writing those goals down. I must say we are closer. So we um, just invested in a, a company van. Really excited. I shared that I would say this is a real estate goal for us um, because it's it's part of the branding and we've kind of weighed like what we're spending in terms of marketing. And then we were weighing like billboards and other things that we're doing. Like what else can we do to get the brokerage, at least our business out there? Really excited about this, especially because with that comes um, the workshops and the different teachings. And things that I want to do trips. I want to be able to do trips, take folks down to properties, take them down to court, see how probate auction, you know, goes down, how it how it goes down live and direct in court. I spoke to the court clerks about that and they said it's fine, of course, if it's not a private or a confidential case. Um, we're welcome to attend so if you're not in my backyard in my home state of california i encourage you and invite you to go check out how it's handled in probate that'll put some perspective on some estate planning for you all on why it's important uh what's what else if you're not access, if you're if you're not in our backyard the one thing you should also here's why you should check out probates Because most people are not showing up to the bids right now. So you might have an opportunity. And if you are in the market and you have been on the fence about purchasing probates, I encourage you to go after them. And here's why. Because attorneys are being more flexible on the required deposit. Mm, Why? Because the market's changing. It's a beautiful thing. It's different things. You Listen, you don't ask, you don't get. Okay? Very good. All right. Disclaimer: So the information provided on this show is is not to be considered legal or tax advice. Please seek those reputable licensed professionals for your specific case, situation, scenario. All right. Yes. 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 And uh, what else do we have coming up? So I said we we're going to do classroom style. I'm going to upload that shortly after our sponsor break. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, DaVinio States, my brokerage, uh, is today's sponsor. Thank you for Omnis Property Solutions, who's been showing support, helping us out, and uh, providing uh, information and as a great resource. But um, we definitely stepped it up. So, DaVinio States, is our brokerage who is sponsoring today's episode on Ready Set Real Estate. We'll be right back after this sponsor break. Thank you. We know how challenging it can be to try and sell a home while also dealing with other financial and legal matters. We're here to help. Devenio Estates is the real estate firm you need to make sure your unique situation is handled as quickly and efficiently as possible. Our team of professionals has a combined experience of over 30 years in real estate, construction, and finance industries. As active professionals in the industry, we know the importance of timelines and pride ourselves in providing superior service without compromising integrity. We use industry software and copyrighted proposals so that our real estate agents submit accurate and complete listing information and buyer offers. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and set to Venio Estates as the go-to real estate firm for excellence and advocacy and superior services for our clients. Contact us today to learn more about our services. Sweet, sweet, sweet. We're proud of our commercial. We're proud of our commercial. Listen, if you're looking to uh, be a show sponsor, and you have something that uh, relates or connects to our audience, feel free to send a message, DM. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I don't, I know I mentioned about our brokerage, but I don't really like put it out there. I was like, why not? Why not run a commercial? Hey, we'll put ourselves out there. I mean, I sponsor other events. Why not? So, yep, that was my thought. That was my thinking. Uh, oh, wait, let me see. What is happening here? This is not the slide that I wanted. Yeah, let's remove that one and re-upload the slide. No, Ah. doing a Google Share. No, I'm not doing a Google Share desktop. Where is this presentation? Short sale basics. All right, let that load. It's super hot in my office right now because I have an office. Um, I'm, my office is <laughs> on the side where the sun is just hitting. So, you know, that's what I get for wanting a, a view, right? It's <laughs> like, geez, it's hot. It's hot up in here. It's hot up in this piece. All right. So what is a short sale? Classroom style today. Welcome, welcome. Make sure you get your pen, pad, paper ready. So we can talk about this because you may not see it coming, but it's coming. And when you look at your deal, you may be like, what? Dang, I was so close. And your deal turns into a short sale. So very, very crucial for us to pay attention to where possibly could this be coming from? And we're going to talk about it. So short sale basics. Essentially, a short sale is the outstanding debt, such as the existing mortgage or other liens, exceeds the amount the property's worth and valued. Now, let's talk about worth and valued. Who determines worth and value? The homeowner? No. The person willing to pay for it. So worth and value is determined by the person who's willing to pay for it. That means if you have to sell, how much is someone willing to pay for your property in today's market, in today's current market conditions. That's where we get worth and valued. Not the seller's sentimental, emotional, I paid this much for it and I put this much into it and I repaired that and I didn't know. That is not going to be significant when you are up against the market. What is the market? The people willing to pay for it and the lender willing to finance on it. All right? That's where worth and value comes from. because I, I I oftentimes people are mistaken. They say just wild things out here. my house is worth a million dollars. That's wonderful. to you. it's only worth that if someone's willing to pay it. but um boom, right? It's only worth that if someone's willing to pay it. So essentially, we're talking about that the existing mortgage and other liens and or debts exceeds. So now I've used math. I did this pretty quickly. So I'm going to check my math, that my math is correct. Let me make sure I have my trusty calculator, my real estate calculator near me. So I'm going to trust that my calculators, my my values are correct, but let's do this for example purposes and it's there's a process to short sale. First I want to discuss how did we get here because again we may not see it coming coming you may not what do you mean people've got I, I'm hearing it. People have fixed interest rates. They've got good credit. It's not likely we'll have to deal with this type of stuff. No 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 some people have created a mess out of their properties. Because they didn't consult real estate brokers, they didn't consult an attorney, they didn't consult a professional outside themselves when they went and did certain things. Let's talk about these certain things. You might hear the passion in my voice because yes, this is a big issue about to hit us. Boom, it's going to hit us. It's going to be a rude awakening to those of you who are like, what do you mean? We've got fixed interest rates. They're no adjustable. There shouldn't be a problem. No, but there is. There's a there's a new subprime, and that's what I call this show topic we'll be discussing. There's a new subprime, and some of you who have been listening for me for the last five years on Ready, Set, Real Estate, can you believe it? We've been going five years. Wow. episode 174 today today episode 174 been tuning in for the last five years have been hearing me talk about what these pain in the butt pace hero leans i just discovered another one because i was doing a research on a property and i just found another one another little sneaky one in there it's for water treatment water filtration systems And I just noticed that uh, prior to last year, uh, this particular lien holder—what is a lien holder? A creditor who files a lien for any monies they they lend out. They allowed the the homeowner to borrow for a fixture, a home improvement, some material. Uh, effect to the property, material effect to the property. Now, whether that work got done, like whether you're happy with your roof, guess what? The lien holder finance company, they're not concerned with that, right? Like you go do a car loan, your lender, not so much concerned whether your car works or not, whether you put gas in it, whether you, you're, you know, no, no, whether you change your tires, rotate, no, same concept. Same concept. The lender, lien holders who do these, lend you the money to do whatever you're going to do. you put a roof on. You're going to build ADU. You're going to do termite. You're going to paint your house. You're going to do um, water conservation landscaping. Lien holder doesn't care. Doesn't care if it actually got done, who you used, who got paid. All they know is their money was lent out and they want their money plus interest. Okay? Easy enough? Fair enough? Great. Let's look at these examples. Gosh, it is ex- it is exceedingly warm in my office right now. Woo! What's up? But this is good because this is a hot topic. It's a hot topic. I'm making it a hot topic. I'm making it a hot topic because I need you all to be discussing this, sharing it with people. Telling them to heads up, be mindful before you do these things, be mindful because you think that the math makes sense. The math does not make sense. doesn't make sense. So let's talk about this. Existing mortgages, because oftentimes you homeowners will come to us professionals and will say, yeah, my house is, my house is worth $530,000. My house is, we're going to talk about Amy, homeowner Amy. Homeowner Amy said, Lisa, my house is worth $530,000. I said, really? Okay. We do find out. Homeowner Amy is pretty accurate. We have a buyer willing to pay her for $530,000. I asked homeowner Amy, how much do you owe on your property? She says, well, my mortgage is 350 dollars Okay. This is looking great. Because let's do the math. According to what homeowner Amy tells me, and I have a buyer, I bring a buyer to the table. She says house is worth $530. So let's say uh, we want to sell it at $530. Selling price, $530. I'm going to keep the math easy for example purposes. And then we have homeowner Amy telling me uh, she owes... She owes, because everyone only just keeps in mind what they what they owe on the mortgage, right? She owes 350000 This is a good scenario, right? So let's go here. 530000 is the selling price. Shout out to ERGJ Enterprises and those of you who are streaming from the ER, ERG, ERGJ page. Thank you for that love and support. Those who are tuning in already said real estate and on the Lisa Gillette Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Shout, shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in anywhere. She says she owes three hundred and fifty because you come to the table, you say, "Yeah, I owe you. Th- I owe three hundred fifty without counting broker commissions and, and transactional costs like title and insurance and prorating taxes and all that fun stuff. Um, not including seller concessions. Yeah, sellers are willing to uh, do some seller concessions. They might give a seller credit of thousand, 10,000 depends on the scenario. So I do 530, uh, right? So 530 minus what Amy told me, 350. See, but I'm going to be a savvy professional. I'm gonna be a savvy agent. Why, what does that mean? I'm going to front load my deal. I'm not just going to put it on the market based on what Amy told me. Amy said she has a mortgage of 350. What am I going to do? Right. Because there's, there's what she says and what's actually recorded against the property. What is recorded against the property is going to show up as a lien recorded against the house. So Amy says, I owe 350. Great, Amy. Homeowner Amy, can you please give me your latest mortgage statement? Oh, sure. She gives me her mortgage statement. I see Amy owes $347,824.13. Okay, cool. She rounds up to $350. Her first mortgage lien says that, yeah, it's $350. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Jude says, I have not heard short sale in a long time. It's real out here. Yes, it is. This is why we're talking about it because we think, because we haven't heard about it in a long time, that it's not happening, but it's real. And this is why I want to discuss it is because people are creating a real mess on their properties because they're not consulting professionals. And when it's time to sell, like in our example, Homeowner Amy thinks she only owes 350 on her house. She says we've got a buyer for 530. That math tells me she gets 180,000, right? 180,000, not including broker fees and transactional costs. That's a good that's a good walk away. That's a good walk away. However, I you my colleague professionals who, who are listening to this show today, are going to front load the deal and ask for what? You're going to ask your title company, run the property profile. You're going to ask homeowner Amy for her current mortgage statement. You're going to ask homeowner Amy, does she have other liens? Now people don't think of them like as liens, why? Because when homeowner Amy was a homeowner these past couple years, she was solicited by a contractor that said there's a government funding out here to help you improve your home. Now, this is all hypothetical example purposes and my and excuse my facetiousness, because this is how people have been targeted and scammed out of the equity out of their properties. Keep up with me. I'm role playing here. I'm role playing. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me let me put a disclaimer <laughs> because someone might jump in on a show and be like, huh? Disclaimer. So uh, example, current uh, topic is example of real life events. Boom. Okay. Pay attention. (laughs) Pay attention here. Let's talk about this. So disclaimer, current topic is example of real life events because we're out here real, doing real life stuff. Homeowner Amy gave me a mortgage statement says 347,000 is what she owed, but she wasn't thinking in terms of the work that she got done, showed up as a lien against her property. Why? Because she was not solicited and said, would you like another loan against your house? No, she wasn't solicited that way. She was solicited and asked, would she like to paint her house? Does she have termites? Does she has rotted wood? Does she have a, an issue with her roof? Does she Would she like solar panels? Would she like to cut her bill down by $300 a month for an annual savings of X thousands of dollars over years? Uh, would she be interested in uh, a water filtration system? Huh? What else? Help me out. Help me out. What else have you heard? Give it to me. What else have you heard out here? (laughs) What else have we heard? Okay. You get the point. So homeowner Amy is not thinking the work that I did on my house shows up as a recorded lien because when it was solicited to, to me, I was told I did not have to, when it was, when it was solicited to her, let me keep my Perspectives uh, proper. When it was solicited to homeowner Amy, she was not told that she would have this loan recorded against her house, payable over now. I'm seeing they amortize over 30 years. They used to be 10, 20, now they're 30 years. And she was not told, right? In fact, she was told it was zero interest, zero down, no money out of pocket. For two years. What they failed to tell her is that the interest rate does incur year one and continues thereafter. And there's administrative costs and fees tacked onto that. It's the cost of doing business, right? Selling you alone. So homeowner Amy is also in this situation because homeowner Amy was affected by the pandemic. She lost her job or, you know, fell ill to COVID that affected her health uh, extraneously. So we've got extenuating circumstances that homeowner Amy is not able to resolve. Homeowner Amy now has what? Let's look at our example. She has a first mortgage of $350,000. She has a defaulted past due amount of $80,000 because she has not been paying during the pandemic. She's not been paying since let's say uh, March of 2020 when the the pandemic hit. Yes, she had a moratorium, right? She had the protection to stay in our home. Uh, She did not qualify for a loan modification. So she has $80,000. On of past due mortgage payments added to the 350,000 base or outstanding balance of the mortgage added. So now we're at 350 plus our 80. We're at 430,000. Amy decided that she also during this time will allow the contractor to do the termite work, replace the wood, paint the house, and put in water conservation, uh, water conserving landscaping. And that amount totaled to two PACE liens at 110,000 for home energy efficiency. That's how it's being presented, not just in California, it's also across other states as well. And it's attached to the property taxes or even tied into the utilities. All right, keep up with me. So now she has a PACE Hero lien of 110,000 Let's add it to our first mortgage of three hundred and fifty. the past deal amount of 80000 that she wasn't paying on during the pandemic. This is homeowner Amy. And now this is a Pace Hero lien of 110000 which by the way, Pace and Hero liens are called super liens, means that the 110000 supersedes the first mortgage of 350000 can you say a very po bank or lender? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because in short sales, whoever has priority lean position gets paid first. And the person who's left behind or has the, you know, lowest or last position may not get paid. Let's continue. She did a Pace Hero lien of $110,000. And then because she really cared about, you know, the, of course, being California, we're having issues with water Our water is hard. She has a water filtration system put in um, for $11,000, but she owes $6,500. That shows up as a UCC lien. So make sure you realize that these are going to be liens recorded against your house because in the event that you stop paying those vendors and contractors and creditors want to make sure they get paid for the money that you borrowed for whatever you decided to do to your property so where am i i'm at 430 plus another 110,000 i'm at 540 plus our 6500 yep my math, total debts against this property is 546500 How do you think homeowner Amy feels right now? Homeowner Amy told me she owed $350,000. You feel she's a bit sticker shocked. She's a bit upset because no one told her about these liens how they would convert. All she says she wanted to do was cut her bill down and fix her house up because all the other houses in the area are being improved on. Contractors had come to solicit her and say she didn't have to pay anything out of pocket. It would all be taken care of through her mortgage. But if people don't know what questions to ask, they don't understand what through your mortgage means. It means they attach it to your property tax, they increase your property tax bill, your property tax bill then gets sent to the escrow company, the escrow company then adjusts your mortgage payment, lets your lender know, by the way, your property tax have increased. If you have questions as to why your property tax have increased, you should call the county tax assessor's office, right? And then they will then say to you, oh, we noticed that you have a pace or hero lien recorded here. That's why. Ooh, Um, another, so that, that's why. Let's pause there so we can catch up. Let's pause there. Okay. So we're at selling this property for 530,000. Total debts are how much? 546,500. 500. Amy is short. I haven't even factored in real estate fees or my commissions. I definitely know I work hard. So we want five, five and a half percent on top. Right. So if I do 530 and we talk about broker fees, talking about $26,000, 500 on top of this 530. So <laughs> homeowner Amy continues to owe more than what the property's worth, valued, or what someone is willing to pay for. Get it? Amy is short. This is why we call it short sale. The owner is short of what is owed on the property. There isn't sufficient equity in this property because it's been eaten up by the termite paint, landscape, water filtration, r- you know, roof replacement, solar panels, whatever you decided to do over the co- course of home ownership, without consulting the proper professionals, you now owe more than what your property is worth. This is the reality. This is what's happening. This is the wave that we will be facing and dealing with with those who cannot qualify for loan modifications. Why? Because your lender says, I can't help you. You have a PACE lien of $110,000. You can't qualify for the refinance. You put a a lien on here for $110,000. This has got to be paid or resolved some way, somehow. Now you go to Pace and Hero lien holders and you say, can you help me? Please, please, baby, baby, please help me. They say, no. We lent you the money. We expect you to be honest and repay back to us. They don't have to budge. Why? Because they're a super lien. They have priority position over the mortgage. So they're not sweating. They're not sweating this 530 that if you sell it for 530 because 110,000 gets paid first, everybody else gets paid after that. That's the reality. All right. That's the reality. So Amy is short, how much? 16,500. Let's move on to example two, Bob. How much does Bob owe? How much does Bob owe? Homeowner Bob did the following during the purchase of his home, which includes his first mortgage lien of $375,000. He used down payment assistance, uh, like a Cal a loan, which is $12,000. Now, yes, your junior liens, although they are deferred, do come due one day. They come due one day. And when it's time to sell refinance those have to get paid as well so this is also common during a time of high prices and needing you know layered loans and secondary financing nothing wrong with it but just be clear that when you say to me or any uh industry professional how much you think you owe Forgive us if we have to see it in writing. We have to see the statements. We have to order the property profiles. We have to look at what was recorded against your property because we no longer can take your word for it because you don't understand the implications or the consequences of having work done on your property when you have been solicited by contractors that come to you selling you home improvement. Solar panels, water filtration, you know, whatever they're trying to offer you. So, homeowner Bob bought his property, and uh, he's got a first loan. He owes three hundred seventy-five thousand. He has a second uh, loan for the down payment assistance or closing cost assistance, whichever he opted or needed to do for twelve thousand. So that alone is how much people. 375,000 because guess what? Sometimes our homeowners don't even realize those uh down payment assistance or layered loans that show up cuz when they think they're going to sell, homeowner Bob says, "Yeah, I could I could get 430 for my house." Great. We get a buyer for 430. How much do you owe, homeowner Bob? Oh, I owe about 375. No, no, no. You don't owe three seventy-five because there's a lien on here for that twelve thousand dollars when you bought the home. Okay, so you owe three seventy-five plus twelve thousand. Got to give people back their money. So we're at three hundred and eighty-seven thousand. But then the pandemic hit. You stopped working. Couldn't work. Haven't been able to return to work or catch up with the defaulted past due amounts of fifty thousand dollars. You haven't been able to catch up with your mortgage payments, so you owe in back payments $50,000, which means a couple of things are happening in these examples, and by the time this conversation is happening, means you will have received a notice of default, which is a pre-foreclosure action against your home and you. And you've also, and or may have received a notice of trustee sale. Here in California, we do notice of trustee sale. That means the right, the trustee's right or election to auction your property to recover the amount owed. This example is $387,000. Amount owed. Oh, no. The defaulted amount. Plus 50. You haven't been paying your mortgage because you were writing it out. They kept deferring payments. They kept you in your home. Yes, all these wonderful things that happened, but now reality is going to kick in and reality is kicking in really, really sharp and hard. Yes, it sucks. However, this wouldn't be ready, set real estate if we weren't talking about the raw, uncut, real and unfiltered situations that occur in real estate. It's not always shiny. It's not always glamorous. It's not always pretty. It's oftentimes very sad, painful, uh, frustrating. Folks are angry. There's a lot involved with these particular transactions at this point these particular transactions, you will see deferred maintenance. You will see people almost have given up, right? It's tough to get out of bed facing uh, depression, oftentimes experiencing depression. Mental health is a real, uh, real, real thing. All right. Oftentimes when I take on a listing like this too, I put in my notes to my agents, uh, industry colleagues to be sensitive to the homeowners in their situation, right? Clothes or, you know, laundry's not being done, clothes not being washed, Uh, you know, just life is just happening, but it's not happening at what they remember or what they were experiencing. So I am timing out for a message of sensitivity when people are going through these things because they didn't know they're not consulting, they're not reaching out. And I think it's a disservice also on our part as professionals to not check in with our clients or past clients and homeowners and just let them know, Hey, if you have any questions regarding real estate or anything, you know, you're looking into home improvement, you need a recommendation, you need someone to look at something, give me a call be relational, not transactional. Okay. I'm off my soapbox, but we're still on the, we're still on the show. Okay. So I'm at 437,000 cause I've now added $375,000 in the first mortgage. Cal half of which is down payment assistance for, uh, can be used for down payment assistance or closing costs. Of course, if you had a great lender, they would have said to you, this is a, this is a loan on your house. It's a second. It is recorded and it is uh, due, right? It comes due when you sell the house or you refinance. And then you stop paying because of the pandemic, whether, uh, see, and here's, it's twofold, right? Because the moratorium served to help people who were truly experiencing these things. And then there were people, as we know, the bad eggs trickle in with everything, as we know with the, you know, PPP loans and all the other people who got all these millions of dollars and really didn't need it or qualify. Same with the moratorium. The people who, you know, were truly affected, couldn't make their mortgage payment, took advantage of the moratorium. So they couldn't pay their mortgage, but they stayed in their home. And then you had families and people that still could pay on their mortgages, but they took advantage of the moratorium anyway and stopped paying on their mortgage. Hopefully you saved and stacked that money plus interest, right? (laughs) Because now it's time to pay the piper. Default, default to pass due amount, $50,000. So I'm at $437. Pace Hero Lines. You went and got a tankless water heater. You, you, you signed up for the tankless water heater at $12,000. Let's add that let's see if my math is correct so the total debt debts against the property is 449,000 in this for disclaimer purposes current topic is an example of real life events in this example 449,000 so when homeowner bob says i owe how much do i how much do you owe how much do you owe I, I want to, I want to break it down this way. Cause oftentimes people are just thinking mortgage. They're not calculating all these different scenarios that come up because you have been targeted, solicited and signed up. You wanted your electric bill down, you put solar panels. Now you owe $50,000 for solar panels, you know, another 15, 20,000 for roof repair. You owe, you know, water, tankless water heater, another $12,000. Listen, people, what is the message? Nothing is free. Nothing here is free, right? So now where do we stand? In this example of Homeowner Bob, we have our seller who's willing to pay Homeowner Bob four thirty. because how do we determine worth and value of a property? It's what someone's willing to pay you. And it's what, what a lender's willing to finance. When I say what a lender's willing to finance, that's determined by their requisite of an appraisal. It's got to appraise at 430000 when we're dealing with finance. If you get a cash buyer willing to pay you 430000 that's awesome too. But guess what? Homeowner Bob owes $449,000. How much is he short? He still is short $19,000. So this is why this is a process. Short sales are process because this is not inclusive of broker fees, transactional fees, escrow fees, title fees, proration fees. Not inclusive of that. Oh, let's not get into, because I just saw LaTanya jump on so let's not get into uh you know withholdings and stuff like that sheesh all right let's continue you ask yourself now we covered short sales on our property owners empowerment series last year we did a six part series i think it was almost eight parts Uh, you can check it out on our archive we talked about every option available in lieu of selling, right? Selling would be last resort as you're facing financial hardship. In this section, we talked about short sales. So we're revisiting this conversation now as we're watching market prices adjust in these current conditions. Why are we having these discussions? Is because it's twofold. People say, well, I don't see short sales likely happening because people have enough equity in their homes. Not true. Why is it not true? Because of what we just learned from example one and two, homeowner Amy and homeowner Bob. Homeowner Amy and homeowner Bob when took out PACE liens, HERO liens, uh, uh, have UCC liens recorded on there for solar panels, uh, roof replacements, water filtration systems, water treatment systems, whatever the fancy names are. You were solicited, targeted, scammed, bamboozled, and hoodwinked and thinking that this stuff would not show up, that ultimately would be free. Not exactly. So let's talk about it. See if this is a right fit for someone you know, you or yourself, someone you or yourself who might be experiencing this as now the moratorium has ended. Why? How do I know the moratorium has ended? Is because First one in line who said, we are going to wait until January to begin filing our notice of defaults was Wells Fargo. They did their homework December 2021. December 2021, they did their homework on all those homeowners who had not paid from October to December because that's when it mattered. It, went, it mattered. October 2021 to December 2021 is when that window mattered about whether you started paying for the past two years. It's time to pay the piper, people. So is a short sale right for me? You cannot afford your mor- monthly mortgage payment. That's a hard reality check. Ask yourself, can you are you making the payment? Can you continue to make the payment based on your financial situation at this time? Remember that if you have to sell, walk away, deed in lieu foreclosure, uh, short sale, you can get back into the business, back into the business of home ownership as a re-entry buyer after three to five years. Work on your credit, work on your finances, get back on top. But as of these situations, as of these market conditions, the reality may be that you cannot continue to make your mortgage payment. So you may have to sell your home. If you prefer to sell your home and manage the process, then yes, this may be a good fit for you. You could do one of two things. You can work with your mortgage servicer to determine the listing price. That's called a broker price opinion a BPO. We know BPOs are back it does require that the bank and the investor the investor is who owe, who owns your loan you may get notices that the loan oh this is you know an assignment right assignment deed of trust deed of trust assignment deed of, they flip them all the time they sell them all the time so who you thought owed your loan uh, uh, holds your no, your loan or or you owe is someone else we're going to get to that too. I'm going to give you a resource on how you find out who owns your loan. Depending on who owns your loan, there might be a program that is suited for you to get moving money. All right, stay tuned. Let's talk about this. So, the bank and the investor have to prove the short sale. Although you are selling, you're the authorized party signer to these contracts, the bank, the investor, has the final say on price and terms. All right. For those of you who are experiencing this, know someone who is, or may, you know, may you never know. Put this in your uh, contacts, especially because we're not remembering phone numbers anymore. Just add it as a contact. Put HUD approved counselor. HUD approved counselor. Add it as a contact. It's 888-995-HOPE. 888-995. 995 hope that's 888-995-4673 help is free available 24 hours a day seven days a week i think that's awesome you get to speak to hud approved counselors to assist you with next steps by this time when you're facing these types of realities and notices in those notices they also recommend that you contact a real estate professional about selling your home see if you can reach out to someone that you feel is reputable i know it's a hard conversation to have with your trusted real estate professional but if you have been working with someone or you're connected with a real real estate professional that is relational throws no stones has no judgment truly they are there genuinely to help you they're genuinely there to help you and realize we all are experiencing life at different times in a different way. We all go through different seasons for a reason. All right. Uh, In the meantime, let's talk about these top five tips to monitor your mortgage. Again, I'm just recapping on what we talked about in the past when we did our property owner empowerment series. While you're doing these conversations and you're calling your mortgage servicer, what have I said before? Know the difference between your mortgage servicer and your lender. They are not the same entities, at, of course. Oftentimes, uh, like I get people to say, Mr. Cooper, Mr. Cooper is not your lender. They're a servicer. Mr. Cooper is not, Is no. In fact, they up their staff. I remember did, when I did a keynote event out in Ventura, the CEO of Mr. Cooper up their staff because they knew they would need the man woman power to deal with the influx of what we're about to see behind the scenes. As quiet as it's kept, it's kept quiet. Although you hear media saying eh, it's a recession, 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 not housing crisis, not housing crash, right? They're two different things. Recession, boom and bust. That's real estate. Do- that's what real estate does. That's what that's what the economy does. That's monetary policy. That's fiscal policy. We go up and down. What happens through and through that is damage control. All right. So here are my top five tips to monitor your mortgage. One, write it down. Make notes so that it re- it is reflected on your mortgage statement. What do I mean by that? When you're calling and finding out how much you owe, how much time you have, uh, contact Uh, Write down who you called, who you spoke to, get an extension and a reference number for the call so that you can show and prove that you've been proactive regarding your finances, regarding your mortgage. Read each monthly mortgage statement. Here's why because some of you may have some of those old loans with adjustable rate mortgages that has a balloon payment. And then you call me and say, I keep sending my payment of $1,500. But the lender is refusing it, and now I see it says that I that one hundred and ten thousand is due. I keep saying one hundred and ten thousand because I think it's the uh, it's the golden number or something. I i it's, it's a number I keep seeing show up. It's one hundred ten thousand. Somebody owes somewhere somehow. The hundred and ten thousand. Read your mortgage statement carefully because it may be showing a balloon payment is now due. What does that mean? Time's up. That's why they're not accepting your mortgage payment because the, all of it is now due. A balloon all at once. It's due. Check your credit reports. Check your credit reports. See if the mortgage company is now reporting uh, that you have no longer you've missed your payment. Why is that significant? Because that is a crucial component as to whether you would be eligible for a refinance loan mod. Well, not loan mod, but a refinance is because one missed mortgage statement is detrimental in history of mortgages. It hurts, and it hurts so bad you'd have to wait for another 12 months of on-time payments. That's how bad and heavy it hits. So you wanna track that. Confirm or continue to pay your property taxes and insurance. Don't increase your debt or what you owe also with your property taxes. Don't do that. And more importantly, your property insurance. If something were to happen, we're in California, fires, floods, Earthquakes, different things, scenarios, you know, different catastrophic events happen. See what you can do about keeping your uh, homeowner's insurance uh, current. Very important. And then keep lines of communication open with the mortgage servicer. If you're going through a hardship, you've got to let them know. Someone passed away, you need to let them know. So they give you the proper documentation. If you wait to the 11th hour and, and now we're trying to sell, it's very difficult for me to get a mortgage payoff from the mortgage servicer because they don't know who you are. You're not on the loan, you're not on the account. You never told them that the borrower passed away. You didn't send a successor of interest documents showing that you are now the administrator, the executor, the successor trustee, very difficult. And guess what? Sometimes they take 21 days to get back to us. Sometimes we don't have 21 days in these situations, okay? You can almost hear me plead, right? I'm pleading with you, do the right thing. Listen, uh, I I do enjoy giving free stuff away. Yes, I truly do, right? So price of admission, Mar exchange here for this free game, this information to help someone out, whether it's you or someone you know, or both and or both. Uh, Thank you. Make sure you press one. Let me know you're here. Press two. Let me know you shared it. And if you'd like to copy the CFPB Homeowner's Guide to Success, that's a Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Send me an email. Lisa at LASuperagent.com. Also, would love to hear your feedback. You can also send me an email as well. Let me know. Is this topic helpful? Would you like to hear more about short sales? Do we dive into the short sale process? Today, we just covered short sale basics because people have said I don't I don't get why is it a short sale if the homeowner thinks they owe 350 and they can get 430 why is it a short sale because there have other there've been other other matters that have transpired in the course of home home ownership that would affect the equity in that particular property all right okay any comments questions feedback how are you feeling about that i felt really passionate about it today Hey Latani says hi June, sending June, saying hello to June. Um, I feel real passionate about this. Why? Is because it's twofold. I, it's it's a frustration when I see a homeowner has these things because it's like, oh, you didn't have anyone to call or you didn't call anyone, you didn't talk to someone uh, to really understand the implications, and then um, and then I feel for them because then the reality is is this is what the numbers are. Numbers don't lie, people do. right? Jay-Z, quoting Jay-Z. All right. With that, I say have a powerful and productive week. This was uh, a good one. Let's catch up next week on another episode, on another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. We'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Be safe out there and um, stay vigilant in terms of what's going on with these market conditions. Take care. Bye.